0: This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld.
1: Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. Uh, So, John, I wanted to ask you, uh, of late we've seen that the, uh, the loan business, the mortgage business is crazy, crazy busy. You guys are doing a ton of refis right now, right?
0: ton of business all the way around for sure i actually read a headline today on cnbc on their website you know mortgage lenders is making the most money and doing busy and and being super busy and it's absolutely true like where have you guys been yeah (laughs) because as soon as we reopened just where interest rates fell to that sort of thing it just lit a fire under under the mortgage industry for sure yeah
1: yeah i I clearly and so um, but what I've also noticed is it's it's having an impact on us and as real estate agents in transaction times.
0: Tell me, yeah, your times your time frames are stretching, right? They are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sure.
1: we have to listen. First of all, we always tell all of our team members, hey, when you're writing up an offer, make sure you go through it with the lender and the timelines. And you know, when I do one, I always call you, hey, John, can yeah. you, what can we do? And, and it's
0: funny, but I mean, the, the human being side of this is as a lender, when you give you, send, you give me that call, right? We're talking that through. Mm-hmm. I want to promise you the best I could possibly do if everything goes right and we have the wind in our back. And, you know, that's the instinct of your lender on the phone. It's only and natural. It's, it's really hard for them to be honest with you and say, you know, I really could use an extra two days on that to be able to make, make sure and, and not be overpromising. Right. It's, it's something that comes with confidence and, and experience and and that sort of thing. So I am hearing all over the place where, you know, lender promises one thing and then they blow right past that
1: date. Yeah. Have you experienced any issues with that, Danielle, of late? Yes. The- You're
2: one in a few that like to communicate or that you do communicate because <laughs> right. I would say the good vast majority of them don't. If
1: before we said we should be able to close a transaction in 30 days, what, what do you think is reasonable now? I mean, what would you, okay, John, hey, John, I got a buyer wants to write an offer. Yeah. How long an escrow do I need? What's well, the timeline? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. <sighs> those of us that sort of specialize in the purchase business mm-hmm. and the companies like ours and there are a number of them out there ultimately we will put purchase transactions to the head of the line right right so we prioritize those transactions over refinances not to say that refinances
1: are not important but refinances that, don't
0: have a deadline they don't have deadlines that's the thing nobody's going to
1: lose money what did i say yesterday you know? carly Um, Refis don't have deadlines. I said that yesterday. I experienced
2: that during COVID. We were 90 plus days with a refi. Is that right?
1: Yeah.
2: Refinances
0: can have more flexibility and that sort of thing. So um, even good lenders are telling people, give us 45 days on refinances. And then reasonably, a purchase should be able to be pulled off in 30 to 35 days. Okay. Okay. So not too much
1: longer. Right, just a little bit. Now, the other issue within lending is appraisals, and they're taking a little bit longer sometimes too.
0: What was pre-COVID, before before all this craziness, before all the extra volume, I could reliably get an appraisal in seven days without paying any rush fees or asking for favors and now pretty consistently they're hitting me with 10 days.
1: Yeah.
2: I think another date we should be concerned about is being fully loan approved, right? We have the loan contingency date which yeah, you
0: you don't want to uh, you know be too aggressive on those. You want to uh, stretch that time period out. So right now if a, if a very in, in the pre-COVID world, I could have an agent come to me and say, "John, um, I know you asked for 22 days on the loan approval contingency time period, but I would like to sweeten this offer. And this is the reality of this market right now where buyers are competing for properties. They're looking for ways to sweeten their offer for a seller without just simply throwing more money at them. And so one of the things they come back to us with is how do I shorten my timeframes? Yeah. And, and obviously I get pushed or get asked, can you do it in 18 days to get the loan approval and these type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's becoming more and more difficult to do with this amount of volume.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And, I, and I've said this to you on the, on the show previously, but I, I can't say it enough. The industry was staffed for about $1 trillion of mortgages to be done this year. Right. There's $3 trillion of mortgages trying to be done.
1: Wow. So it's
0: tripled the volume lot. we had staffed for. Mm-hmm.
1: We had a couple of uh, buyers have their appraisals just waived.
0: Oh, I love this. Isn't this, that great? This is... It's amazing for me as a lender, yes, <laughs> yeah. and it's good for consumers at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, what you want to know about that is, is over the last roughly 15 years, uh, the rulemakers Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac have been gathering every appraisal report and putting it into their computer systems, their databases, and so they've been monitoring home values for quite a while. And ultimately, what they're doing now is, whether it be a purchase or even a, or a refinance, it is possible to have them tell the lender tell us that we don't require an appraisal on this house, that they believe that there's enough a safety in the loan. meaning I have a borrower with a, a great credit score, they're putting a good size down payment. and it just so happens that the value is close enough to be a low risk loan you can waive the appraisal. Nice, nice. And so it does happen on purchases. It does happen even more frequently on refinances. We were always recommended to get 15-year mortgages.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: 15-year mortgages had lower interest rates, but really the bigger reason why you wanted a 15-year mortgage is because if you look at the breakdown of how much of your payment goes to interest versus how much of your payment goes to principal, you start out at about 50-50. Half your money go into principal. Half to go into interest. You make a lot of progress on your loan balance right out of the gate. Yeah. Historically, thirty-year loans has not been the case. Very minor amount of interest. Yeah. Lots of uh, I'm sorry, minor amount of principal. Lots of interest. Right. But here's the thing, with today's interest rates being so low, that is now no longer the case. Oh, that's a good point. A thirty-year mortgage, yeah. you're paying something in the neighborhood of forty yep. percent of your payment is going to principal now. Yeah, which is amazing. It's Crazy, such a powerful yeah. tool that people don't even know that they're taking advantage of yep. right now. Yep. You are a doing the same thing as buying your home tens of thousands of dollars cheaper mm-hmm. than at a higher interest rate, and you are going to build sort of family wealth so much faster that it's going to have huge long term effects for people.
1: Yep.
2: Which, My opinion. Yep. Which may be a reason not to wait. I, I
0: absolutely. I, if some I do not
2: people are on the fence of no. whether they should buy now or, or wait,
1: I think so it's critical. I think it's a critical comment, and and I, you know, for for me, uh, it, the cost it makes the cost of buying a home now so much less than it was, even when prices were higher. And sure. when they may go higher later, you need to you need to be keep thinking about that. Right now, the interest rates are so low. Yep. I mean, we've talked about we've talked about low interest rates for the last fifteen years, right. but and not like this. lower. This and lower not and like lower. this.
0: And, and there's yeah. nothing on the radar at this point that says we should have higher interest
1: Yeah. Okay. So this week, I just put up the screen, guys. Uh, we uh, currently available. Now, again, this is just single-family homes. And right now, we have 5,204 single-family homes on the market. That's actually up a little bit, 83 from last week, but still a very low number. Uh, in the past seven days, we put 857 homes in escrow. That's just about the same as last week. We've closed 518 homes over the last seven days. That's down quite a bit from last week, but last week was the first week or was, had the last week of the month uh, mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. So that's why that was a bigger number.
0: Yeah, you always get a surge.
1: You do. And then uh, 154 homes were withdrawn in the last seven days, uh, which is down significantly. That's actually a very low number. The median sold price was $335,104. That's down nearly $4,000 from last week. But again, the median sold price, when we're talking about this on a, with a week's worth of data, it's a small sample size. Uh, don't take too much. Just look at the trend, and we'll, we'll follow those trends as we go forward. The sold price per square foot is a little better number to look at. That went to one seventy five fifty seven. dollars That also went down a little bit, to two, uh, down to $2.59. What's interesting to me is the median days on market went down nine days, from 41 to 32 Wow.
2: That's a, That's a huge
1: number. That's a crazy—we haven't seen a number like that the whole time I've been doing this. That's a big drop in days on market. Now, um, the inventory went up, but the days on market went down. Isn't that interesting? Um, to me, that's uh, they're kind. They should run synchronous. Together, they right? should be together. Yeah. But the reason, uh, the, the only reason I can propose that they didn't run together, is that um, uh, we're going to see a ramp up in activity in the near term, in the very near term, and we're seeing starting to see that a little bite of that now. A presidential election has a. a, a a, a slowing a, down of the market. It just, it just, everybody just pulls back and waits to see what happens. Not that the outcome has a big impact on our local real estate here, but they all do. They just kind of step back. That's not happening right now. We're seeing everyone. It I mean, I think like there's it. pent up demand. Yeah, from, we're still making
0: up from the, the, the right? springboard from the COVID shutdown. I, I think so. It's pretty clear that we've had a a surge in business and, and tra- in the number of transactions. And uh, that is straining our market to a, a certain level right
2: yeah it feels like spring right it, it really does it doesn't yeah. feel like we're going into you know i know we're just into september but yeah. it does feel like it's maybe march
1: now we're talking about markets so i want to talk about a different market mm. i want to talk about market not in our valley here i want to talk about a market that's somewhere <laughs> west, like, west of well, here
2: unincorporated west yeah, of here
1: exactly. and uh, and, and 64
2: miles from here.
1: 64 miles from here. Tell us, tell Better us a not little.
0: Be in a different county.
2: It, no. it is a different county. Oh, it's it is Nye county. county. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. 64 yeah. miles How from here. Yeah. Tell different. us about, tell us about Pahrump, uh, Danielle. Right. What's
0: the population out right? the there, now? Do we have any idea? I do. Oh, <gasps> shut up.
2: <laughs> yeah. As of July 2019, it's 46,523.
1: Nice. nice. And do you know what Perump means? What's Perump mean?
2: It's named after the indigenous name Pahrumpi. Parumpi, and um, they got its name because of the abundance of artesian. Waters. Wells? wells in
1: the valley oh wow interesting and i learned a lot about prump when we were this is years and years ago when we were down there we're, we scouted. we bought this piece of land and they have what they call the fan right carly you, you've heard of the fan the fan is on the north side of the valley and it's the mountains and what happens is when it rains the water just comes running down those hills like a fan, like it just, it, and it just floods out the whole, wet, the whole North side of the valley, basically. So
0: that's a great thing to, to mention. Yeah. The, a, a flood a, zone. A, yeah. Significant part of, of Pahrump <laughs> right. is in a flood zone, right?
1: Is this something you were going
0: to say already? Did I steal it?
2: No, but okay. I've, I've yeah. sold a few properties out there in my years and yeah. they've all been in flood zones. Yeah. yeah. And the one I pulled yesterday is in a flood zone.
1: It is. It's a, it's a big chunk of. So the to valley, say. Yeah. Cause they don't have the infrastructure we have here.
2: Well, besides <laughs> that, there's the, the winery. Got to mention the winery. Yeah, they talk alcohol. about playing golf. Geocaching? I don't even know what that is. Um, if you like ATVs. Geocaching? Ge- geocaching?
0: It's caching. You caching. hide a cache, cache of things, and adventurers go and find it with GPS and, and that kind of thing. It's part of a, like a little a scavenger hunt. Oh, that's that going to
2: be the next thing we do. All right. Oh, with wine. Okay. Involved.
1: <laughs> yeah, wine and geocaching. <laughs> 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 nice.
2: Um, okay, so trails <laughs> for the dunes and then hiking Spring Mountain National uh, Recreational Area.
0: Lots of properties with wells and septic systems, right? Yeah. That's a very common thing out there. Um, new construction happening out there, right?
2: Um, a lot of new construction. Which is
0: really interesting to me as far as affordability. You're getting properties there for hundreds of thousands of dollars less, correct? Mm.
2: Correct. We pull, I pulled it out $100. I mean, there was a smaller one that was 64000 You could probably tear it down and build new, but mm. anything up to, I think, 850 was the highest price, but reasonably priced, $150,000, 250000 could get you a good house out there. Nice. Yeah, what I'm seeing is like. And a little bit of land. Right. And aren't there special grants for uh, rural areas? There,
0: there is special or, a USDA financing, which is right. a special I type say of grants. Loan. I should say financing. And then there's, sorry. there is uh, down payment assistance through the Nevada Rural Housing Agency, mm-hmm. uh, authority and other assistance programs that can help you to buy it there. And I think one of the things that when you're in the Las Vegas Valley and you're seeking affordability, it can be tough, right? Especially if you have a family of size and you need affordable.
2: And you need Um, land. You want space. Yeah,
0: you need space, that sort of thing. So out there you're getting a a lot of property, certainly with no HOAs, but even the new construction, I'm seeing a lot of that come across our systems in the twos. Like yeah. plenty of it in two, 250 yeah. 275 that kind of thing, which is, when combined with these
1: interest rates, super affordable. Please join us again next week as we keep you up to date on everything real estate here in Southern Nevada. Remember, send me any questions or ideas for next week's broadcast. Tune in every Thursday at 3. Also, please let your friends and family know to like our Facebook page and be reminded about our updates at LV Real Estate Radio. We'll catch you next week. Thanks again for joining us.